Hello, uh, this is Eli Shaubi. Uh, we'll be continuing today with chapter 13 of Il Chochahita. Uh, today's chapter will be dealing with the mitzvah, uh, of which there's both a mitzvah aseh and a mitzvah lota aseh, the positive commandment and the negative commandment regarding a mother bird that is guarding uh, its eggs or its chicks, and that the person who wants to take the eggs or the chicks, how he is supposed to. Uh, act with regards to uh, them. Um, okay, so Al-Khalif. Al-Luqayah Aim Ala Bani Mushatan Abasar Mutar Bakhila Wilukaya Al Shihitata Aim Shani Mar Lothi Kaha Aim Ala Banim. Wahen Im Metha Kodim Shishalehina Luke Im Shilha Harshilekaha Patur A person who takes a mother uh, a mother bird uh, with its children uh, and slaughtered them both. The uh, meat of the uh, of these is permitted to be eaten, uh, but he receives lashes for having uh, for the slaughtering of the mother. As it says, uh, you may not take the a mother with its children. Uh, I'll note here that the word here al which normally means on, in this case does not mean on, but rather means with. And we have seen this uh, earlier, for example, also with um, um, also with uh, uh, the commandment of eating matzah and maror on Pesach, where there, regarding the Korban Pesach, regarding the the uh, the Pesach sacrifice, it says al mrorim yocheluhu, meaning that. Uh, so with um, masot and maror, you shall eat it, meaning you shall eat the korban. And the word al there does not mean uh, on masot and merorim, but rather with masot and merorim, uh, at the time that you have masot and merorim. And so to hear, al means with. Do not take the mother with its children. Um, so if the person took the mother and the children together and slaughtered them, then he receives lashes for uh, the slaughter of the mother. And so too, if uh, uh, the mother dies uh, before he sends the mother away, uh, he also receives lashes. Um, and if he sent her away after he had already taken it, then he is exempt. Meaning so uh, if he takes uh, the, so he has this nest, of uh, this nest on a tree and he takes the mother and he takes the uh, and he wants to take the eggs he should send away the mother before taking the eggs but however if he took the eggs with the mother he may then send the mother uh and then uh this is fine um but if before he gets the chance to send the mother away the mother dies uh, then he violates the prohibition since he didn't get to send her away uh, and so too, every mitzvah lotase, every neg every prohibition, every negative commandment that is connected to a positive commandment, it is obligatory to fulfill the positive commandment uh, in this uh, set. And if he does not fulfill the 
positive commandment, then only then he receives lashes for the negative commandment that he violated. And so here the negative commandment is not to take the mother uh, with the children, and the positive commandment is to send away uh, the mother. So if he violates the negative commandment and takes the mother with the children, uh, he does not yet receive lashes uh, so long as he can still fulfill the positive commandment of sending away the mother bird. Uh, so if he sends away the mother bird, then he is fine. Uh, but if he does not send away the mother bird, uh, only then does he uh, fully violate the, uh, the prohibition, and only then does he receive the lashes. If someone else came and stole the mother from his hand and, and the other person sent her away, or if the mother bird uh, ran away from his uh, fr fr ran away from him uh, without him being conscious of it, without him paying attention, then he receives lashes, since the psuk says, shaleyah to shalach, that he shall send it out. Uh, so, meaning, since the verse uh, says actively that he must send it out, it must be he himself that sends it out. And in these two situations, he is not the one who uh, fulfilled the positive commandment that is uh, here, and therefore uh, he receives lashes for the a prohibition which he violated. A person who took a mother with its bird, uh, with its children, and then he cut off the wings of the mother so that she could not cannot fly away, and only then sent her out. Uh, in this case, uh, so. Once he sent her out, he fulfills the positive commandment and therefore cannot receive lashes. But we give him lashes of rebelliousness uh, since uh, the Hamim made this as a uh, as a gezera, as a decree, not to cut the mother's wings. Um, and therefore he receives this punishment, uh, but he does not receive the biblical punishment. Uh, so what should he do? Rather, he should... Oh, uh, keep the mother bird with uh, with him uh, until its wings grow back, and only then should he send her out. And if he was he did this, and, he, and then the mother died before uh, the wings were able to grow back, or if she ran away and got lost before he was able to send her out. Then he receives the biblical lashes, since he did not fulfill the positive commandment that is uh, obligatory here. Okay. Okay, so how does a person send away the mother? Uh, so what he should do, he grabs her by its wings, and then he lets her loose and lets her fly away. Uh, 
if he sends the mother away and then she returns back, and then he again goes and sends her away and again she comes back, even if this goes on four or five times that he sends her and she comes back and so on and so forth, he is still obligated to send her again. Since the Pasuk says, Shalayah uh, Tishalah, literally a sending you shall send, you shall send. Right? This is kind of a poetic uh, form in Hebrew, right? Of, oblig- of uh, commanding you to send. Uh, but since uh, the verse repeats the word sending twice, right, and saying, ascending you shall send, from here we see that, uh, uh, from here our Chachamim teach that, uh, the send- that the sending away must be repeated as many times as necessary. A person who says, I'm going to take the mother and send away the children. Uh, this person is still is obligated to send the mother, since the verse says It says you shall send the mother, right? It doesn't say you shall send the children, right? So sending the children does not fulfill the obligation. He still must uh, send away the mother. Al Khazain, If the person took the children and then uh, he returns them to the nest, and after he returns them to the nest, the mother returns to the nest and sits on, uh, to be with them. He is exempt from sending away the mother since the mother and the eggs are together again. Uh, so he does not need to send away the mother, even though he had once taken the eggs or the uh, the children. If the person send away the mother, and then the mother, uh, and then he went after the mother and hunted her this then it is permitted to uh, eat uh, this mother uh, since the torah only prohibited to hunt the mother while she cannot uh, fly away because of her children whom she is uh, protecting uh, that they that they will not be taken right it's only in a case where the mother and the children are together where the mother does not want to fly away uh, because she fears that her children will be taken only in that case that you are prohibited to take the mother. Uh, but if you send her away and then you hunt her when she's on her own, that the Torah did not prohibit. Um, since the verse says, And while the mother is uh, on top of or is watching over the uh, chicks. But if he uh, released the um, the mother fr- from uh, his uh, from his domain, right? He th- he let her fly away, and then he went after her and hunted her. Then it is permit, and then it is permitted to eat her. Halacha <laughs> 
אבל המזומן, כרון אבוזים וטרנרולים ויונים שכננו בבית, אינו חייב לשלח. The commandment of שילוח האם, of sending away the mother bird, is only uh, applicable in the case of a pure bird, so uh, pure meaning uh, any bird that is permitted to be eaten, or dove, chickens, not as common, but a dove or a pigeon or something like this, Uh, it's not uh, applicable in impure birds like an owl or uh, some uh, a hawk or any bird that cannot be eaten. Um, and it's not applicable in a, in a, uh, in a, it's only applicable in a pure bird that is not immediately accessible, meaning that is not uh, in your domain, in your ownership. Uh, such as a um, right so uh, right these are the birds that that it is applicable to such as a dove that is in a uh, a uh, a dove coat right or in a pigeon tower or something like this or any bird that is nesting in a garden right so all of these are birds that are not in your ownership uh, Right? And we know this from the Pasuk, which says, When a nest of a bird happens before you. Right? And since it says happens before you, so meaning that it's not yours. Meaning you're walking and you come across it. But uh, the case where the bird is immediately accessible and is in your ownership, uh, such as... Uh, Uh, geese or uh, or uh, ducks, such as ducks or chickens or doves that are nesting in your home, uh, then you're not obligated to send them, right? So if you have a chicken coop and you have uh, chickens and you want to take the eggs from the chicken, then obviously you don't need to send away the chicken in order to take the eggs since the chicken belongs to you. Nachatet. היו אפרוחים מפריחים שאינם צריכים לאימן, או בשים מוזרות, אינו חייב לשלח. If the, uh, the chicks, right, so uh, when we said uh, the, the prohibition is regarding both eggs and chicks, right, as, we, uh, as the verse says, right, it can be either or, so even before they hatch or even a little after they hatch. So if the chicks Uh, uh, start to uh, fly on their own, right? Like fledglings, right? that they can fly on their own, uh, and they, they no longer need their mother. That, or alternatively, if there were eggs that were strange, right? That they were like rotten eggs, or that there were no, that there was something wrong with them, then you're uh, you're not you're not obligated to send uh, the the mother away uh, in these cases. היו האפרוחים טרפה, האלו כבשים מוזרות ופטור מלשלח. If the chicks were טרפה, they had some uh, illness that makes them prohibited to be eaten uh, because of some טרפה, uh, as we have seen in this section of in the earlier chapters, then uh, these chicks are considered like um, בשים מוזרות, like strange eggs. 
like rotten eggs. And in this case, also, it is uh, the person is exempt from sending away the mother. A person who finds a male that is a male bird that is on top of and guarding the nest, it is uh, he is also exempt from sending that bird away, right? Since the pasuk says "aem," it says mother, right? It doesn't say male. Of the male roves al beset of the hor, or of the hor roves al beset of the male, patur min shaleach. If uh, it was an impure bird that was watching over, or that was on top of uh, the eggs of a pure bird, or alternatively, a pure bird that was watching over the eggs of an impure bird. Uh, in these cases also, it is, he is exempt from sending away the mother. If the mother were, were watching over uh, the eggs that are not of her own species, uh, but this species is a pure as a pure bird species, uh, then in this case, uh, you should send the mother away, since both the mother and the uh, eggs are pure. Uh, but if he did not send the mother away, he does not receive lashes, since the mother is not the mother of these eggs, since they are not the same species. Um, if the mother were a terifa, uh, then also you, you need to send the mother away. If a person who, who uh, slaughters um, or who cuts some of the simanim, just a little bit of the trachea and the or and or the esophagus uh, of a of the of the chicks inside when they're inside the uh, ch the uh, the nest before he takes uh, he takes the chick. So in this case, uh, he's still obligated to send away the mother. But if he does not send away the mother, he does not receive lashes. Right. So in such a case, since he does not, he did not do a full shahita, or he did not do a full slaughtering on the chick. So the chick is not permitted to be eaten, and if it dies, it is a case of a terefa, right? So, or or even if it doesn't die, right? It's a case of a terefa since some of its uh, simani more cut. Uh, specifically, if some of the veshet were cut, if some of the kane was cut, then it does not make it a terifa. But if some of the veshet is cut, if some of the esophagus is cut, then it becomes a terifa. And in such a case, uh, as we saw earlier, that in, uh, that if the uh, chick were a terifa, uh, then uh, he is exempt. So in, in this case, since he cut a little bit of the simanim, we still obligate him to send away the mother. But if he does not do so, he does not receive lashes, since the mitzvah is not applicable in such a case. Okay, so now uh, we, when the pasuk says that it's 
literally roveset means on top of uh, here or like hovering above, right? Or something like this. Uh, so here, uh, so we're going to be defining what this word means. So if the bird were kind of like floating, right? It was like flapping its wings uh, and flying a little bit. If its wings were touching the nest, then it's obligatory to send her away. Uh, but if the mother's wings were not touching the nest, then he is exempt from sending her away. She, she's no longer considered to be roveset. She's no longer considered to be on top of the eggs. And, and it's as if she's not there. In that case, you can take the eggs and uh, you don't have to send her away. If there were some sort of cloth or wings that were dividing between her wings and the nest, in this case, you should send away the mother. But if you did not send her away, you did not, you did not receive lashes uh, for doing so. If there was two, two sets of eggs, right, two uh, rows of eggs, uh, and the that are one on top of the other, and the wings of the mother were touching the upper set uh, and not the lower set, or if the mother were on top of eggs that were of strange eggs, as we saw earlier, but and under the strange eggs there were eggs that were that were nice, that were like normal, uh, for which the mitzvah would be applicable. Or if there was a mother that was on top of another mother, uh, or if there was a male that was on top of the nest, and that and the mother is on top of the male. Uh, so in all of these cases, um, a person should not take the eggs. However, if he and, and if he does take the eggs, he should send away the mother bird. But if he does not send away the mother bird, he does not receive lashes, meaning so that the the mitzvah is not uh, in all these cases is not fully is not fully applicable. But still, our hamim required a person to send the mother away uh, out of their own uh, 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 legislation. <laughs> If uh, the mother were sitting between the uh, different chicks or between the different eggs, but she's not touching any of them, in this case also he is exempt from sending away the mother. And so too, if the mother were on the side of the of the nest and its wings were touching the nest, but were was touching it from the side. Then here too, he is exempt from sending away the mother, since the uh, since the mother is not on top of the eggs, right? She's on the side of it, and the verse says, and the verse says, on top of. If the mother were on two branches of a tree and the nest is between them. So here we check. In 
any any case if the case if in this case if the brain if the branches were to be removed the mother would fall directly on top of the uh, would fall onto the nest then uh in, the, in this case we uh, obligate the person to send away the mother bird since the mother is considered to be directly on top of the nest if the mother was on top of only one chick or on top of one egg, um, the, uh, you're still obligated to send away the mother bird. A person who finds a nest on, uh, that's hovering on the water, that's floating on the water, or if it's on on some animal, uh, in these cases, it is also obligatory to send away the mother bird. Right? Even though the verse says, uh, even though even though the verse says uh, chicks or eggs. And it also says on any tree or on the ground, right? In both of these cases, the Torah only spoke, uh, literally the phrases that the, the Torah only spoke in the present. Uh, what this means is that the Torah only spoke about cases, about the case that is normal. Right? So normally you find the, uh, you find the uh, nest of the bird uh, to be in a tree or on the ground. Um, but uh, this is not the, the but the but that's because that's the normal case. But it does not come to exclude a case where the uh, where the nest is on the water. In that case, it would also be, be obligatory. It is prohibited to take ownership of the eggs, all the while that the mother is on top of them. Um, therefore, even if uh, uh, even if she were uh, even if the mother were on top of uh, or uh, or guarding over the eggs or over the chicks uh, while uh, they were in his own. Uh, tower, his own pigeon tower, or in his own uh, dove coat. Even in those cases uh, where the this territory is his, they still do not become uh, literally readily accessible to him. Meaning they do not become his, um, and his yard does not acquire uh, these eggs for him. It's normal. Normally, we say that a uh, that uh, something that falls into a person's yard, the yard acquires that uh, thing for him. Uh, and this is Medin uh, Shaliyah from the law regarding a messenger. So, so too, if I uh, find something in the street and I ask my friend, uh, can you go and get that for me? Uh, and he goes and gets it for me. So once my friend acquires that item, his acquisition makes it mine. Uh, so he acquires it for me. So, so too, 
the uh, in, from the same uh, case from the same law, uh, we apply we apply that same law to a yard where the yard is like a messenger, where the yard acquires uh, these things for me. Uh, but in this case, the yard does not acquire the uh, the eggs uh, for the owner, even though they are present in the uh, person's yard. Why not? Now Rabbeinu will explain. So just as he may not uh, acquire the eggs for someone else, right, since it is prohibited to acquire the eggs, uh, he may not acquire he may not acquire them even if it's for someone else, since we say that a uh, uh, this law of a messenger acquiring something for someone is not uh, does not uh, is not effective in a case where a violation of a transgression is present. So so too in this case the yard also does not acquire the eggs for him, and since it does not acquire the eggs for him, the eggs are not his. Uh, but rather, they uh, so then it ends up being that they are that they do fulfill the case of happening before him, and therefore he is obligated to send away the mother bird. It is prohibited to uh, take the mother with the birds, even in order to purify the case of a mesura, a case of a uh, leper, uh, which is a mitzvah. Right? So, um, so in Vaikra uh, Yudalid, in Leviticus, we see uh, the uh, instructions of the Torah of how to, uh, how to purify a leper, how to purify a mesura, and in the uh, the uh, ceremony of of this uh, the, of this of this purification uh, involved in here is taking uh, two uh, uh, sparrows, right, two uh, birds, uh, for this purification process. So even to take two bird, even to take the bird for this for the ceremony, is still prohibited, even though it is a mitzvah aseh to take this bird. Uh, but if he and, and if he took a bird anyway, he is still obligated to send her away. All right. So even after he took her, he still may not use it, and he still has to send her away. And if he does not send her away, then he receives lashes for sending her, for not sending her away. Um, since a ase a mitzvah ase a uh, positive commandment does not uh, pu- does not push away. Uh, a both a negative commandment and a positive commandment, uh, and even after he took it took it away, st- and uh, he already vol- violated the negative commandment, still uh, there remains the positive commandment of having to send away the bird, and still a ase, a the second ase of the mitzvah, the second positive commandment of the purification of the leper, still does not push away. The positive commandment that remains of sending away the bird. Right. So, 
بانجي اللوحه ام وهيك بالمقدشين حكينا امار وين بنيمتي قحلاح وين ال وشلو اوكي ام so in this law so we see so all all of this uh all these laws regarding a uh uh sending away the mother bird are relevant both in the case of hulin of uh unsanctified birds but also they are relevant regarding muqdashin uh, regarding birds that are made for uh uh um uh which uh a qurban has to be yours right you cannot be maqdish you cannot sanctify a bird that is not yours uh you can only sanctify your own bird uh however we also saw earlier in one of the hakhot that the uh the law uh of the sending away the mother bird is only relevant regarding a case where the bird uh is not yours right if the bird is yours then it uh, and is uh, immediately accessible then it is or it's in your and it's in your you've acquired it then it's not uh then you're not obligated in this commandment here you are exempt from sending away the mother bird uh, so here in this halakha we see a case where it is still possible for it to be a korban for uh and it for to be yours, uh, for you to, to own it, and uh, or and still for you to be obligatory in uh, sending away the mother bird, where normally it would be very difficult for these two cases to coalesce. So this is a case in which they do. So a person who uh, who sanctifies a bird for the mikdash for the temple, right, and says uh, this is uh, going to be a korban. And then the bird flies away from him, right? So uh, he loses the bird, then and it goes away. And then he finds it and he recognizes that this is the bird that he uh, sanctified, and he finds that it is uh, uh, sitting on the on chicks or on eggs. So in this case, right? So here we have a case where there's a co a coalition uh, uh, that. Uh, both uh, that the coalesce the laws of both uh it is a muqdash that it is sanctified and also that it is not in your home right since it ran away from you um so here he uh he may take uh everything um and he has to bring it to the gizbar the gizbar is the person who is obligated on the all the property that is uh, for the mikdash, um, including these, right? Because the the case of shiluah ha'em uh, does not. Uh, so the case of sending away the mother bird uh, is not applicable regarding muktashim, um, as it says. Uh, sorry, earlier I said that it is applicable. And the reason it is difficult is because it's not applicable. Right? Uh, so I'm correcting myself now. Right? So. Uh, it is not applicable in the case of, of Muqdashim. Uh, as it says, right? Since the verse says uh, that the uh, that the children you shall take for you, right? You send away the mother bird and the children you should take for you. But these are not his, right? Since uh, they, he is already dedicated to them, is already dedicated to the temple. 
um, right? It's, but it's very difficult to find a case where you have uh, uh, something that is muqdash, uh, since it was yours, but then uh, is also possibly, but then you also happen across it, right? That's a very bizarre case, uh, and this is a case in which the two cases coalesce. A bird that killed a human, it is, uh, this bird is exempt from being sent away, right? The person is exempt from sending away this bird, uh, since uh, he is obligated to bring this bird to the Beddin so that they will judge it, meaning so that they will kill the bird. Uh, with this, we conclude chapter 13 of Al-Khot